everyone to the New York Experience podcast. This is episode 95. I'm here at One Hotel in West Hollywood with Devin Levick and Chase Weber. We are here filming probably one of the most epic episodes that you're ever going to see. I'm so excited to be here. Before we get into it, give us a quick rundown on who you are. I've been actually calling you Devon Lavosque. That's totally so, wrong. I'm Devin Levick. Uh, I'm a co-owner at uh, Performance House in New York City. We just... Uh, had a great partnership with the One Hotel starting in 2019, so that's why we're here at the One Hotel. We'll get into that. Uh, yeah, that's really it. That's really it. That's all me. And we've seen you before. Yes, you have. Uh, I believe I was episode 82. Yes. Uh, of many more to come. Um, I'm Chase Weber, uh, Los Angeles-based trainer, and I finally arrived when I made it on. The Diamond Boss's show. This is it. He's made it. I'm That's, living life now. This right? is where everyone we, gets their we, big break. We made it. Uh, the number one reason why I wanted to pull you two together, we've got someone who's absolutely epic in the New York City fitness industry arena, which is, you know, you've got an incredible following. You're an absolute beast. I don't even know how you do some of the things that you do, but we're going to get into it. And then we've got someone all the way over here from LA who's absolutely killing it as well. And what I really want to get into is kind of like how you started, what the um, what the behind the scenes were of you know what you two go through as a coach, as a fitness coach. And I really want to understand the divide between people trying to get fit and healthy in New York City and people trying to get fit and healthy in LA. And I want to get into that. So um, kick us off. I love it. Um... I don't know. I, I started, I was, you know, I played sports my whole life, played in college, um, got into the hospitality scene a little bit, and that kind of mixes with what the what this industry is of fitness and health and wellness and sustainability. It's all, it's a people business, um, but you're also, you know, staying healthy. So my fitness background, my hospitality background, I guess that's kind of why we're here with the, you know, the, the, the fitness business that, you know, I have going and we have going. And, so you started Performix, New York City? Uh, yeah, I, I actually started as one of the you know founding trainers, coaches, um, lifestyle director, and then now I've merged my company in with Performix. So now I'm one of the co-owners there. Um, so now we're rocking out, we're expanding, we're having a good time. Some of the best coaches in the world, doctors in the world. Yeah. And so we really, you know, we provide that elevated experience of wellness, mm. per se. Um, wellness is a pretty cliche word, but... Um, we're, we're really giving you know that positive experience with movement mm. and so regardless if you're a kettlebell if you're you know if you're dumbbells if you're the ski machine if you're a treadmill if you're you know a doctor physical therapy chiropractor we're, just, we're providing the best experience with movement that you can have with all the best people in the world now this might be a bit left wing but what about if someone was to say, well, what's the difference between you and an Equinox? So an Equinox, I think their philosophy is, you know, we can make anyone a trainer. I don't think anyone can be a trainer. You know, I think, yes. or a coach or a doctor, I think it takes the right kind of person. Um, you can read as many books as you want. You can study as much as you want. But if you don't have that key personality, that, um, that, that energy you know, that the best coaches, doctors in the world give their clients and patients, mm. then I don't think you can. So I think we've elevated, um, elevated the, you know, the level of, you know, the standards. Mm. Um, I don't, you know, I'm not hating on Equinox. It's a great brand. Um, but at the same time, our people are living and breathing this lifestyle, mm. you know. What, so where are you located? You're, you're located here, but now you're doing like training 
all around, right? Uh, we're doing a little bit of everywhere. Um, I'm based in Beverly Hills, but we work out of here now, the one hotel. Um, obviously, we are in New York sometimes. We're in Chicago. We're in Miami. Obviously, I have a base in London, so whenever I'm over there, we got a pretty good clientele there. So it's always trying to expand, and, you know, we're just trying to enhance the brand. But every day is a grind, so yeah. we're always trying to get better each and every day. You guys talk about that a lot, especially with your social media presence, about every day being a grind. What, like, what do you mean by that? Because from my perspective, <laughs> no, no, seriously, because from my perspective, you don't, when it comes, the fitness industry is so... It's huge. There's yeah. a lot of people. Everyone wants to become a trainer because they see this glamorous lifestyle. So what is that? Like, are we being lied to? Or is that like, what's the behind the scenes? I, yeah, go ahead. I, I, go ahead. I, th I think from my perspective, I think it looks like a glamorous lifestyle because we're having fun doing it. We're doing any, you know, we're, we're having fun in this industry, laugh and joke and working out. One, one working out is making you feel good automatically. So there's number one. Yeah. Number two, you're working with people all day. If you're not a people person, then it's probably not the right business for you, right? Um, number three, I like being around everyone that we hire, you know, get involved with us. We, you know, we're not taking any, you know, BS, you know, oh, we have to hire this person because we have to fill that position. Yeah. You know, we're, we get to really pick and choose who we surround ourselves by in each and every day. And a lot of people in the corporate world don't get to do that. Yeah. They don't get to work out and feel good. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. I think that's the main difference that makes us look all glamorous because we're always I mean, we're happy. I mean, we get to we get to do what we love. You know? Train some cool people. I mean, I think what we mean by the grind is that it takes a special type of person to to exude and give our energy to somebody else that may need that. And yeah. at the end of the day, we argue we, we get, we're human. We get tired. But yeah. at the end of the day, you're giving a lot of energy to people and you want to give them the best experience that you possibly can. So if you're not able to do that, then you're not going to make it in this industry. Yeah. So it's a lot of people that come in the industry and they'll they'll get it for in for the wrong reasons and they, they can't sustain it because it's not who they are. Mm. So it's, it's something that you have to be. Is that why there's such a big turnover in the industry? I think there's a bigger turnover in the restaurant industry. I think this turnover, I think... Um, I, I think they realize after about a year, I think yeah. in the restaurant industry, and I'm just saying that because I came from the restaurant industry, yeah. I think restaurant industry, it's two months, three months, you're done. This is like, okay, let me try to grind it out for a year. And then they're like, this isn't for me. So, you know, yeah. I, I can't handle it. Yeah. Um, so you're both now, you both got New York clients, you both got LA clients. I'm like eager to know do you see a difference between the two because for me living in new york and i've spent some time here in, in la there is a big difference people here are, i think people here in la are uh, and this could be a uh, misconception sorry to everybody it, people here are like okay we're in the entertainment industry we really want to look good um aesthetically so i've got to get myself a personal trainer but i won't leave if i live in west hollywood i'm not going to leave west hollywood whereas if you're in new york sometimes i travel I don't know, maybe I'm stupid. Sometimes I tr will travel 40 minutes just to get to a class. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just easier. We have the underground transportation. We have the subway. Yeah, we've LA, got the subway. LA, LA doesn't have a subway, right? No. <laughs> no, we have a train, but it yeah. goes east and west, not north and south. So, yeah, we're working on that, though. About another five years we'll be... We'll but, be there, <laughs> but there's a... Okay, let's, let's talk about the clients. <laughs> let's talk about... You've got clients here in New York. You've got clients here in LA. What, are, what do you think the biggest difference is between the two? Um... I actually think that the clients that we train 
at this caliber are very bicoastal. So they actually have some of the same mindset. Um, meaning they're going to wake up early, they're going to grind, they're going to, you know, want to get the best of the best. They're going to, you know, want that full body stretch. They're going to want to get hydrated. They want the diet tips. Um, they want a clean facility. They want a shower. They want the best of the best. Um, the difference is, I think, since it's such nice weather over here, you tend to be a little bit more laid back, like everyone says. Um, people so are slower here is that a I, in I, their movement i think a little bit slower but also Calmer. since you're bi-coastal in new york you you constantly have that pressure like holy shit i have to be at that meeting holy shit you know everyone's competing everyone's walking so fast everyone's getting there 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 you got the subway you got to meet the train here you're like all right whatever i'm gonna get an uber all right i'm just gonna drive there you know yeah. whatever you yeah. know i got i got a couple meetings today you yeah. know compared well, to back to back what I found is I think with LA here, we don't have as much clothes on, and so your exterior. <laughs> I mean, not literally, ain't butt ass naked or nothing like that. But I'm just saying. I beg to differ. You walk around I've and you with your ass hanging out. <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that you can get away with less clothes on, so you can't really cover up. Yeah. So girls are, or and guys are want to look good out here because they want to look aesthetically pleasing. Same in New York, but I think people... Reason There's seasons people, to it. Right. There's seasons yeah. to and it. And so I feel like in New York, people need to work out because of the stress they're under. Yeah. So, like, they need to get... I need to get this gym. I need, to get, it, I need to get it in right now because if I don't get it in, I'm going to snap at the end of the day. I, yeah. need to, I need to go talk to Devin. I need to get my workout with him because I need to talk to him and which... The part of the training game is too. You have to be able to talk to people and relieve stress off of them too, because we're like a third-party accessory when it comes yeah. to like You've got to being be homeless. Yeah, you gotta be a little You're bit. Oh, we got we got guys You're that come like, in seven days a week that are working at these big banks, and they're like, I, "I gotta work out. I don't care who it's with. I I just got I gotta be there. I gotta let it go. I'll get stretched. I'll go into cryo. I'll I'll do I gotta do something yeah. and get my mind off." It's interesting you just said cryo because what I'm seeing now, 2019 going into 2020 and beyond we're getting there's so much technology being introduced mm -hmm. you've got the norma tech boots you've got cryotherapy now everyone's like okay on i'll go to the gym and then i'll go to the cryotherapy then i'm gonna you know be like lebron and do my norma tech and it's yeah. like is is recovery just as important as performance a million percent i i ask people you know are, are you sore and it's not because hell yeah you're sore i did my job it's because all right, I'm not going to work on it today. You know, yeah. we're, we're going to work on something different. Let your body rest, you know, so yeah. you need to recover. It's 100%. Now, everything that's coming out, some of them are, I don't want to say scams, but some of them are fads that are out there. You got to sleep every day. You got to eat every day. And you have to lift, work out, sweat every day. You got to do it. It doesn't matter how hard, how light you go. You just got to move around. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's the key. I don't think... I don't think people need to get so caught up in, oh my God, I have to work out for two hours. I gotta go to Normatec, I have to do cryo, I have to drink my green juice, then a Caesar salad, no croutons. You know, it's, yeah. you don't have to get into all you that. You just, fancy. yeah, you, you just gotta work out, you gotta sleep and you gotta eat every day. Is that how you get your body? That's it, that's all you gotta do. You heard it here. I heard that, that's, I don't have any back in on that. <laughs> so, so, you're both doing extremely well in both cities. I can only you know, imagine that you're both gonna grow Talk to me about the behind the scenes of what we don't see, like the grind, the hustle, how you get the client. You know, we were discussing earlier that there's some PTs out there who are, sometimes they just won't show up for a session. 
sometimes they just don't give their 100% and that obviously makes or, break a tra- makes or breaks a trainer. It's funny you said, you talk about the behind the scenes and I don't think people understand. If you just want, if we, as a, let me take a step back, as a trainer, if you just want to be that and you don't have anything or aspirations to be better than that, then yeah. I don't know how much preparation you do before and after work. But I know as myself, as a businessman, and Devin as well, like, I know that I have to prepare during the day, the weekend before. I have to schedule out my week in advance. Mm-hmm. That that way I know what I have to do. And then at the meantime, you're still trying to grow a brand, enhance yourself. You're trying to take yourself to different. You're trying to get meetings. You're trying yeah. to set yourself up for the next step because we're not getting younger. Yeah. So as you get older, this, this game becomes a young man's game and... You're gonna get washed out, and you're gonna if you don't catch the wave at the opportunity when it happens, you're not gonna catch it. So you need to constantly be working on yourself to enhance your brand, your brand, getting better, focusing on what you need to do, and making the proper steps. Now you don't have to make big steps, but every little step counts to a big step, and it's called moving with precision. You have to be calculated and making sure that you're constantly enhancing yourself because this game is always in the ever flow it's gonna keep moving yeah. so you have to stay ahead of it you've got it's like you know what they say um the chokehold on any business is the founder itself if you're not growing faster than your business and that's what you like as a coach and you want to hire better that's like that's number i think a lot of businesses fail because maybe the founder the owner you know maybe the ceo the man whoever it is that's hiring yeah is hiring like okay i want to I want to have my little minions. That's not how it works. You gotta. I'm. I'm over here. We just. We were collaborating with Dr. Craig Levinson, which is yeah. one of the top rehab doctors in the world, ever. You know, he's treating all the big teams out there. I. I know maybe one percent of the stuff he does. I'm not. But he's better. I love that. Yeah, Chase. Chase is a much better coach than I am. To say- like, I love that. Like I want the best of the best. Because that's what's going to elevate the brand. That's what's going to elevate everyone. And yeah. by him working with Craig and me working with him and him working with, you know, that guy and that girl and this guy, you Everybody know, that's it's going to elevate everyone Everybody. together. You yeah. want to keep hiring better and better and better and better. You do, but the, the thing, the problem where a lot of people go wrong is they don't, they're not self-aware enough or they, they don't want to damage their ego. Their ego, The training game is like that because a lot of trainers won't team up with other trainers because... They don't. Yeah. They don't want that other trainer to outshine them, and it's like yeah. maybe that other trainer's gonna get more business than I am. I don't want them to be close. Or, and this is something that happened, and I learned this from Ben Bruno. He was saying that, you know, sometimes a lot of trainers won't let their clients train with other trainers while they're gone because they don't want their their clients to get engaged with another client or another trainer because they might be a little bit better than them. It's okay to put your clients to train with other people. Yes. You need to, they need to have, see different things. And this game, in the training game, you're always going to have clients come and go. But don't be afraid because your ego won't let somebody else train with somebody else. It's, and it's, it's, it's crazy like that sometimes. I've never heard anybody say that. I've never heard anybody actually go out and say it's okay to, you know, if we're collaborating, you work with other people because everyone's scared to lose clients. Oh, no, no, no. It's, that's not the name of the game. That's, what, that's where they... They plateau and they that's it. That's it for them. Yeah. If you have an open I'm out here for a month, I'm staying at the hotel. Thanks so much. Um Damn, for a whole month. You and you know, getting this set up and talking about the grind, I mean, we have equipment over there that they just brought up that we have to put together tonight. Yeah. What time is it? Uh, 
it's like it's like 8 30. it's eight o'clock we're gonna after this you know this talk we're gonna go over and you know put the equipment together that's just what it is those are the little behind the scenes yeah. now in regards to training with other people i'm out here for a month and yeah we have a super solid client list but i'm like hey you're training with this guy try her out try him out try them out see how you like it and they're like hell yeah for a month i get to try out all these trainers but these are like the best coaches in the world that you get to try out so yeah. i'm i'm super confident to hand off any of my not mine our clients to anyone because i know everyone has their own expertise mm-hmm. you know what i mean and it's about giving just giving yeah and, it, and yeah. it's about giving them a positive experience with movement yeah and that's you, what it you, is. you create better relationships when you do stuff like that anyways because trainers don't they don't they think of you differently because a trainer that may never know you or or work with you at any point in time and you go up to them and say, hey, I have a client that can't really train with me or I may be out of town. I'll hand them down to you. It makes them appreciate you that much more because now you're you're creating instantaneous race relationships with people. And it's like they, they'll appreciate it later down the line. They also respect you like, no, Chase is a cool dude. He'll, he'll pass you class, man. I, 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 I respect his hustle because he's not about being selfish. He's not about showing up. It's not about that. It's about... The training community is a community, but obviously there's individuals in it, but it's still a community. Oh, community what's 100%. What's interesting, because I'm from Australia, born and raised. Are and you? I'm from, I yeah. thought you were American. No, I'm getting the <laughs> accent, though. But the fitness industry is completely different there. It's like, you know, if you get a personal trainer, you're seemed as like, oh, wow, like you can't do it yourself. And here I find really? it's like, a, it's like a, a thing to get a personal trainer because you're not only helping them with their aesthetics. You said it yourself, you're doing... You're the psychologist, you're the best friend, you're the trainer, you're like everything all in one because people come to you to change their life. That's why I think I like the word, you know, you said coach, like wellness coach, because yeah. it's not a, you're not just there treating, you know, making them I think a train. I think a trainer reads out of books. I think a coach um, uh, influences them on certain habits, um, routines. What to make their life what, better. Yeah, you know, vibes. We, we're living one of the best lives because we get to do what we love and still be comfortable doing it. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, and so a lot of people actually, you'd be surprised how many people that are making millions, tens of millions of dollars a year that are like looking up to you because they're like, wow, like, they're not happy. This, this girl guy can kind of just do whatever they want, but they're such a positive individual. They, they give such a good vibe when I come in. They, they change my life for that one hour. Yeah. I can take that. And, you know, maybe implement it into later in my day. So, I don't know. So it's, it's interesting. Being so involved in it, do you see any uh, misconceptions right now? Do you see any problems right now in the fitness industry? Um, I think I think too many... I don't, know, I don't know. I think it's actually going in a pretty good direction. I mean, I don't have anything... It's interesting. I I interviewed a um, a few days ago. But I do think it's getting so saturated, which is not a a bad thing. It's a good thing because then it really makes everyone level up. Like, yo, are you legit or are you not legit? You know, and so now everyone's leveling up, leveling up, leveling up. Because the best of the best. Best of the best. Only the best of the best are going to, I guess, survive. But uh, I don't know. It just just makes you level up. what about online programs? Because I was interviewing somebody a couple of days ago in the fitness industry, a very big female, and when I asked her the same question, she said, listen, there's a lot of people buying into this fact that you can buy a $30 um, booty 
program. And look, look, for me, I've never been small and like I have to work very hard to not be right. huge. So a, a little calisthenics 30, 30 minute uh, glute workout is not going to do anything for me. There's nothing, I but don't think I'm, there's I'm anything. But if I'm educated in that field, I'm going to buy it. There's, I'm going to be like sick. Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with an online workout if you're experienced in the field. But I've seen people before, you know, do, I don't know, say a plank. And I'm like, you're, you know, you're, you're not totally neutral. And they're like, no, I feel neutral. And so if you're doing a plank in a workout program and you're like, I feel neutral, but in reality, you're not neutral and you're, you're not in the correct position, then you're going to need someone to correct you. Yeah. And an app is never going to do that. I don't care what app you have. Yeah. So that there's a difference right there. It's a one-on-one. So that's why, um, you know, that that's the big difference. But if you're an experienced person, I look, I look at my app. I look at other, you know, coaches' apps all the time. Other doctors. I'm like, okay, we can get some ideas for today. Um, we're also kind of spoiled, I feel like, because we're surrounded by so many good coaches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't. I won't work out on my own anymore. I feel yeah. like. You know, I'll always have one of my colleagues or, you know, one of, you know, the coaches or, you know, someone always, you know, put a little program together and push me because you're never going to get a better workout than that. Yeah, the online training can get tricky because, like you said, they're never going to correct you. You're not going to know if you're doing it. I have so many people that go to even them classes. You see people go to classes. uh, I'm not going to say names, but you go to cycling classes, you go to different classes. No one can teach you that right form. There's a lot of people that come to me that do a cycling class. They got bad backs mm-hmm. because they're leaning too far forward. They're not. They're going quad dominant in their exercise. They're not sitting back. So yeah, you, you it's a hit or a miss with it. But I don't knock any hustle if it's, it's something that you feel like you can make some some money and it can be lucrative for you. Yeah, and you market it right. Who's to say you your business isn't bad for doing it yeah. so I don't have a problem with it it's, it 100%. is what it is it's just not my it's not my game so for anybody out there who you know little devoted fans to you guys and the fitness industry anybody who's wanting to you know look up to you as you said that you've got people all over the world looking up to you somebody that wants to get into the industry what are some of the things that they need to start adopting right now in terms of rituals because I know Chase you've got a lot of rituals that you go through I know you both keep your um, <coughs> even your mental state at peak what are some of the things that they can be doing to, um, I think I think it's <clears throat> I think looking everyone looks at professional athletes as like wow I want to look wait, like wait, that. Do you consider yourself a professional athlete? Being in this, I'm not a professional athlete. No, but do you consider yourself like we spoke about that? Like I mean, you if, consider if, yourself as if, an athlete, if, right? I mean, if if I had to, I don't know. I mean, I can definitely compete. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I mean, if you, I you know, put that. me on the field, I'll definitely compete. <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know. I'm not there. I, I haven't been signed to the professional team yet. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> no, but I don't know. I, no, I don't. Not yet. Okay. I think I'm a professional in my industry. Yeah. But. So back to before I cut you off. What were we talking about again? We're talking about <laughs> getting going, anybody out there who wants to be basically. I was a really mini thinking de- about it. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's not right quick. Hold on. Wait, so what were we talking about? Getting getting to your position. Anybody who's out there wanting to hustle, get to. I think you're okay. So if you're looking at professional athletes, because I think they, you know, professional athletes have some of the top um, dominating human bodies out there, mm-hmm. and so for someone in that wants to get into this industry it's not just reading the books it's not just you know listening that's a part of it but it's watching the body it's the people watching of sports it's 
I was lucky to do it because I played sports my whole life. And so I watched how a batter would swing the bat. I watched how he would round bases. I watched how he would sprint. I watched how he would catch a ball. Same thing with football, basketball, track, tennis, lacrosse, everything. I see how the human body works and why the top athlete gets to be the top athlete. So I think if you understand, the first thing is understanding how the body moves. If you're twisting your hips, your back foot's automatically twisting as well, right? That's where you get all your power in boxing and tennis and baseball and anything you do where you're twisting your hips, right? And so if you understand the human body, that's like number one. Then it's finding a really good mentor in that industry. So it's reaching out to a Chase. It's reaching out to a Dr. Craig Levinson. It's it's reaching out to a Dr. Chow who we have at Performance House. Um, it, it's reaching out to the top people in the industry and saying, let me follow you for you know two, three months. Yeah. Then... It's the hospitality part, working in a restaurant. I think everyone needs to work in a restaurant, bar, nightclub, some type of people, person, business um, in order to elevate themselves, not only in this industry, just in general in business. If you can't talk to people, then you're probably going to end up at a desk job nine to five, which isn't the worst, but, you know, it's not the most ideal. Right. Need to learn to communicate. I love that. Um, if I was telling a young person in the industry when they're, they're first stepping in, um, one, I would say, first off, be yourself. Yeah. Because you can't fake who you are in this kind of industry because, mm-hmm. like Devin said, you you have to be a people's person. Uh, second thing would be you need to make sure that you're not taking in secondary information because a lot of people just take in what they see on Instagram try to apply it into their workouts and they don't understand why that person may be doing that movement. Yeah. And they might implement it in and it's not ready for that client to do that movement or this not where that movement, they're not, they're doing an explosive movement, yeah. but they're not working on an the athlete. They're just doing somebody that just bar- is barely moving. Mm-hmm. So it's understanding information. And I think third of all, you need to figure out your marketing strategy. I think Devin's one of the best in the industry. He knows how yeah. to market himself. So it's creating a plan on the marketing side. Like so, branding yourself. So exactly. Yeah. So when it, it's those three steps right there, know who you are. Don't take in secondary information. Understand the information mm-hmm. that you're trying to do and apply it to your training game. And then identify who you want to be and what you what avenue you want to take in the training game. And then look at a person like Devin or whoever it is that you like on Instagram and see if that's something that you can mimic or you can make it a little bit better or critique and go from there. But everybody's different, so I can't tell you to do it like this or like that. It's always about finding your niche. And also, it's the biggest thing is making connections. You have to make connections and you have to get on the wheel. So yeah. It's, all, it's yeah, about repu- reputations, everything. Yeah. By the way, your Instagram should come with a caution. Don't try this alone <laughs> or at home. But you heard it here. I, I honestly believe that um, we're living in a world where education is free. There is no lack of. It's just lack of focus, lack of motivation. So I believe if you can get there, sit down, get the education. It's free. Hustle. There is no ego in hustle. There is no ego in success. Break down the walls. Find out what you want, who you are. Uh, leverage your connections and most of all build a relationship something that I'm um, very grateful for is when Chase and I first met back in 2017 the one thing he said to me was the secret to his success was Louisa I uh, I don't go, you know it, there's levels it's yeah. like a, there is levels to everything you don't just come into the industry and say great I want to be training JLo because no I deserve way. it's like you've got to build those connections you go in, you start the relationship, and it's like a like a romantic relationship. We're going to start off. We're just going to talk. Oh, what can I do for you? 
uh, always give, 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 and then hopefully in the end something magically just appears. So I love that. Now that we're coming to the end of the podcast, I'm going to ask you both one question, and that is what's the one piece of advice that you could give somebody so they could make their life better? Um, One piece of advice. Well, I think there's two. One is just show up. A lot of people underestimate that. Showing up is so powerful because a lot of people don't and a lot of people make excuses. So it goes into my second, which is don't make excuses. Showing up and don't make excuses. I love that. Um, I think if you want to say it again, what's the question one more time? (laughs) What's the one piece of advice that you could give to somebody to make their life better? Know who you are. If you can look in the mirror and know exactly who you are, I think that's going to solve everything because now I, I used to not be able to know that where back in my earlier 20s I was looking at myself like who am I what am I trying to do what's my focus but if you can wake up in the morning and you can look at yourself in the mirror you can understand what your purpose is and what you're what you're aiming to do every single day until you get your goals then I think you're on the right path because a lot of times we look in the mirror and we're asking ourselves am I happy with my job do I want to do something else um Oh, my relationship's good. And if you can just look in the mirror and you can know that, hey, I'm doing these things properly, I'm taking this avenue, I'm working on this, this, and this, then I think you're a step ahead of the, ahead of the majority of the people out there. I love that. Yeah, hell yeah. Now, you both have got things coming up. You've got a run this weekend with David freaking Goggins. Yeah. We're They're going to yeah, run. I'm going to be there. Yeah. We, yeah. Got a little, um, we got a little panel Great. with some, like, unbelievable people in New York at 11 a.m. at uh, Ainsworth with Brian Mazza. He's hosting it the whole weekend. Super cool. Anything else exciting coming up? Yeah, and then after we we, everyone runs and we go to Performance House and it's cool. It's going to be awesome. Amazing. Where can we find you on Instagram? Uh, You can check me out at, uh, well, Performance House, Performance underscore house. And then uh, you can also find me at my own, which is Devin Levesque, (laughs) L-E-V-E-S-Q-U-E. And 33320, is it happening? Yes, July happening. 27th, we're going to do it here in L.A. Yeah. Uh, we're working on the dates for New York, which will be at the end of August. Um, we're going to do one out in Berlin, working on the dates for that, and then Miami uh, during our battle. Yeah, and we're going to rock that. Your yeah. Instagram so at Chasing Fitness. At, yeah, they're planning on being at the one hotel, so y'all look out for that. That's right. <laughs> yes, thank you so much. Good. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you. My man. My man. I loved that. All right, good.